0: at 800-387-8025 that's 1-800-387-8025 visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on facebook and instagram at rmworldtravel and now welcome to america's number one travel radio show
1: okay we're back and ready for hour two welcome aboard america's number one travel radio show everyone It's now just past 11 a.m. Eastern Time here in the New York City area, where Mary and I are. Rudy, of course, is at his home studio up in St. Paul, Minnesota. And we appreciate you joining us, as together we all cover the ever-evolving world of travel. As I said in Hour 1, today is Day 19 of the Presidential Guidelines to Slow the Spread. And we certainly hope all of you are managing as best possible during these challenging times. Just as we've done now over the past few weeks, and you heard us just do that last uh, hour at at Segment 5 at the end of last hour, Uh, We're going to begin this hour by getting back to our commitment to keep you all updated with unbiased and real-time reports about what's happening in cities and communities throughout the country by deploying our network in reverse fashion. Uh, to bring you our
2: National Communal Forum. That's right. And joining us on the show hotline from three more of our now 418 affiliates are Valerie Silver from AM 1490 WWPR in the Sarasota Bradenton area of Florida, Cindy Palos from AM 1110 and FM 96.7 KAOI in Maui, and Josh Booth from AM 1220 WHK in Cleveland. All right. So good morning to all of you. We appreciate the check-in for our National
1: Communal Forum. Good morning. morning. So, Valerie, listen, I know that's a lot of hellos and alohas. We Aloha, love hearing that, yeah. certainly. Uh, Valerie, we're going to start with you in Florida. You know, Mary and I have spent many, many days in the Sarasota and Venice areas uh, just south of you. You certainly have good medical care in the area, and Tampa is less than an hour north of you. We hear a lot about Miami in the national news and the south, southeastern part of Florida being such a hot spot. But how is your area of Florida right now managing so far with the pandemic outbreak?
3: It's not terrible at this point, but it still I see a lot of elderly people coming out, shopping, uh, panic buying, you know, the usual that's everywhere else in the world right now. Um, we're losing a lot of beach-style businesses like rentals, um, You know, it was spring break when all this happened. You can't go out to the beach, and people are bored, and there's nothing else to do. And uh, a lot of friends have lost their uh, waitressing jobs and stuff like that. So um, as for the the pandemic, our numbers are still pretty low in this area. They're not terrible, but... It's had an effect. They just put a curfew on the city. Um, you can't go out after 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. unless you're an
1: essential.
2: Okay. Well, thank so, you for that update. We definitely appreciate that. Yeah, all right. Let's head to Maui. Aloha, Cindy. I still remember when you... He, hi. Yeah. Aloha, yeah, Mary when you.
4: Oh, we're, uh, well. we're
2: okay. It's great to have you with us today. I remember meeting you a few years ago when we did our broadcast yes. from the Ritz-Carlton in Kapalua. And listen, um, the tu- we you know how much we love Maui. We know how much you love Maui. And we tour- hope to get back there. Yeah, this we're year. we're planning to get back there this fall, hopefully. So the tourism industry, uh, Hawaii is very dependent on it. And uh, we did hear this week that people flying even between the islands now will have to self quarantine for 14 days. So we want to know how Maui is doing. Um, are you are you getting Um, any scarcities of products or items
5: well we're having the same problem everyone's having a little panic buying and because we're Mm -hmm. islands you know not just one island um, it's different in each uh, area Um, as you know we're we are based in tourism there's 216,000 people who are working in tourism of course um, everyone is affected and uh, huge unemployment at this point I mean, we get $17 billion in visitor spending, and $2 billion comes in from tax revenues. So the first thing we're seeing is like, okay, we're basically shut down. We've gone to almost no visitors coming in at all because the hotels are shut, the restaurants are closed except for takeout. Um, you can see a sea of rental cars <laughs> parked, and acres and acres of just rental cars parked the hotels, of course, being closed is huge, you know,
4: mm-hmm. and
5: um, we have a 14-day quarantine for anyone in our island, as you said. Yeah. So this is really, um, the, the, the airports are just completely, um, except for people who are essential, pretty vacant, and we have a stay-at-home po- policy here now till April 30th. But you can walk, um, but the parks are closed, and um, people still can get in the ocean and surf and kayak and walk, but you're not allowed to sit on the beach or sunbathe. So you have to get to the ocean without going through a park,
2: basically.
1: That's not easy to do. Oh wow, All right, that's it. Well, Cindy, thank you for oh, that update. Cindy,
2: thanks for the update. Mm.
6: Uh, let's uh, can we go to uh, Josh in Cleveland? Let's travel on over to Cleveland, yeah. right? Yeah, from uh, AM 1220 WHK. Josh, I'm from Cleveland. I was born in Cleveland, went to college in Ohio, at Ohio University. Um, I know the Cleveland Clinic is certainly world famous. Um, yeah, you've got major outbreaks near you in Detroit. Is is Cleveland Clinic like the, the the busiest place in town these days?
7: Pretty much, and I mean they were on the forefront of getting some of the testing done. Like they were first to try to develop a test that would be able to get results to whether had, somebody had the COVID. Nineteen virus within eight hours instead of days, so they've been they've been working around the clock for that. And obviously, it affects our travel industry too because we have the second biggest theater district in the nation there in Cleveland with uh, with Playhouse Square. So it's it's affecting all of us. We've got two Hall of Fames, you know, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, also the National Football Hall of Fame. So that's definitely affecting you too. And you know, some really good restaurants like Iron Chef Michael Simon. But we're uh, we're getting by. I mean, people are people are following the rules of being of shelter in place but at the same time you look you go to the stores. I did some shopping this morning for my parents because they're both 70 and they have diabetes and complications so we're just kind of taking it in, taking it in stride and being
1: careful you know well josh we appreciate that that's it's you know you do have a lot going on there as well so we're going to ask you really quick we're going to give you about 15 seconds maybe 20 seconds at most each uh we'll go valerie cindy josh you know is there anything you'd like to say to our national audience right now tuned in across america uh and is there anything may, perhaps the audience can do to help you in your cities
3: uh just wishing everyone good luck
1: oh, well yeah, and, 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 and Amy, coming Val. back when it's over right <laughs> exactly yeah. right cindy
3: yeah, and I want to put
5: out that we came up with an idea that might be helpful for other places. It's called Hotels for Heroes, which provides hotel space for the first responders in case they need to stay close to where the hospitals are. And we have 33 hotels now providing rooms for first responders, and it seems to be working very well. All
1: right, we like that very much, Josh. Uh, I would say
7: that helping helping people who are older, especially, uh, I, I see a lot of people do, it. a lot of my personal Facebook friends that are, you know, doing shopping for their mother and mother-in-laws who are older. So I think that's one of the main thing is to help people who are older to help them from not having to go out.
1: Well, thank you again to each of you for joining us today. We really appreciate that. Thank you also for being an affiliate of this program. I can't tell you how much it means to Mary, to Rudy, and to me. Stay safe. Keep us updated on your communities. Folks, after this quick three-minute sponsors break, we're going to talk expats and the things you should know if you ever decide to live abroad. RM World Travel returns in three minutes. Stay with us.
0: To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RMWorldTravel. We're coming right back.
1: to share that Mary and I, as well as Rudy, are true believers in the importance of travel insurance. It's affordable and protects in so many ways. There are some things in life you just shouldn't do without, like visiting Paris and not experiencing the Eiffel Tower. And something else we encourage is Travel Guard travel insurance. Coverage includes many items, such as trip cancellation or interruption, medical expenses and evacuation, and more. Wherever your next trip takes you, get the coverage you should have at TravelGuard.com or you'll also find a link at RMWorldTravel.com under Sponsors. Okay, you need to find software for your business, but you also have many other things you need to be doing. Simplify your search with Capterra, the website millions use monthly to find software for their team or business. They make it easy to filter software features and compare options side by side. Then all you need to do is save your favorites to a short list and read verified reviews from people like you. Visit captara.com slash carry to find software for your business today. It's free to use captara.com slash carry or there's a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
2: Working out is hard. And while Bombas socks can't change that, they can make getting active a lot more comfortable. So if your resolution is to get fit this year, start by getting socks that can keep up every step of the way. These performance socks are made with special lightweight performance yarns that keep your feet cool and dry in styles designed specifically for basketball, tennis, running, golf, and lots more. Right now, you can get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com carry. That's bombas.com slash carry, C-A-R-E-Y, or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
0: A question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel.
1: Okay, everyone. Mary and I are now back for our G Block segment of today's two hour live broadcast. You know, we were just talking during the break, and we're glad to hear from so many of you that you're enjoying the National Communal Forum that we've been creating with our affiliates. Uh, yeah, we there. absolutely are. Yeah, it's, it's nice to see from everybody. It's interesting out there. to sort of go around the U.S. directly yeah, with our, our affiliates. It really is. So keep letting us know what you think. We appreciate that. And for this part of the show, we're going to delve into something that you might want to consider for the future. And that's some of the best places to retire abroad, along with some advice for expats who may be listening via our global tunein.com channel. Now I'm going to share this segment of the program is sponsored by Preferred Hotels and Resorts.
2: Preferred Hotels and Resorts believes in travel. And that's why they want all of us ready for when the time is right by asking where next, whether you're making decisions to soon travel close to home or somewhere important, wherever it may take you in the future. Preferred Hotels and Resorts has a Property for you. They offer around 750 unique locations in over 85 countries around the world. You know, they have five distinct brand categories,
1: and whether your future travels involve personal or business travel, maybe it's a celebration of some type, which I think we're all going to look forward to for sure, retreats, or something adventurous... Find your next luxury hotel and resort to go experience at preferredhotels.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
2: Look forward to That was an understatement. (laughs) Oh, my. All right. Now we are headed to that show hotline to welcome the contributing editor at Kiplinger's, Lisa Gerstner.
1: Hello, Lisa. Thanks for being here with Mary and me today.
8: Thank you for
1: having me. Nice to have you on the show for sure on this weekend. So listen, you know, Mary and I, we truly love living in the New York City area, uh, but even during the good times, we pay a substantial premium to be here for sure. I saw a report earlier this week that had the five highest tax states to live in, and they are, I'll just share them with everybody really quickly, Kansas, Pennsylvania, New York, Connecticut, so we're right here in the bullseye, uh, and Illinois, the five lowest tax states to live in are Wyoming, Nevada, Montana, Delaware, and Alaska, Utah, and Florida were also pretty low. We've certainly talked about other places we'd consider living, and that brings us to something you've reported on, the expat community. I want to know, do you think most Americans who choose to live abroad, or maybe listening right now and they're considering perhaps in the future living abroad, do you think they do it mostly for economic reasons, maybe it's the cultural aspects, or perhaps just a desire for something different?
8: Yeah, I really think it can be a combo of all of those. Sometimes living in other countries can be much cheaper than living in the U.S., especially for health care. So that can be a big draw as a culture, of course. Warmer weather, if you live in the north, sometimes the lure of living in Central America or the Mediterranean can sound pretty good. So, so I think there's a lot of different reasons people do it. But no matter where you go, you're going to have to deal with your financial life. So that's yes. what we're here for.
2: Yeah, so let's dig into that. Um, although I would agree with you just uh, quickly to digress on the warm weather of the Mediterranean. Well, I wouldn't mind retiring yeah. there. Warm and beaches is yeah. All right, so living abroad, um, as you said, it definitely can make your financial life a little more interesting, if not more complex, especially when it comes to the taxes, the banking and the healthcare and more as you wrote about in your article. So let's start with something all of us need and that's money in the bank. Um, Good place. Yeah, Lisa, from your research, do you think it's better for people to maintain accounts in the U.S. when living abroad or is it okay for people to open accounts in the foreign country they live in or sort of a combination of both?
8: Yeah, I think often both is a good way to go by having one in the country you're living in. That, that's practical. Usually it's a good way to pay your rent, your utilities, any obligations you have in that country. And it can help you keep fees down because if you use your U.S.-based debit card, say, to get cash overseas at an ATM, you're often going to get hit with fees and foreign transactions. So, So that's a good reason to have one wherever you are. And then keeping one in the U.S. is a good way to manage kind of your U.S. financial life. So if if you're retired and you're getting IRA distributions, you can have those put into your U.S. bank account or social security benefits. That's often just kind of an easy way to manage all that, and then you can transfer it um, to your overseas accounts. Um, I would add there can be issues with that, um, because well, I want to talk about are- that yes, with you. That's actually. A great yeah. point. that's a really
1: good point, and something everyone needs yeah. to tune in and listen mm-hmm. to right now, because, you know one of the biggest differences between living in another state, perhaps, versus living in a different country, it's the tax complications. And I know during the Obama administration about mm-hmm. six years ago, the government enacted the Foreign Account Tax Compliance Act. And it does require just where you were going those overseas banks to report to the irs the foreign assets held by americans you know i also saw that you reported that it has really dissuaded some of the foreign banks from accepting money from americans because they don't want to deal with the hassle of it but you know in addition to what the foreign banks must do every american living abroad must also report their foreign holdings under the act plus file a separate report of foreign bank and financial assets to the u.s treasury if they exceed ten thousand dollars a year am i right
8: that's right. That's exactly right. So that can really add some complications. Some banks just don't want to deal with you because they don't want to have to face that penalty or file all that paperwork otherwise. Um, so you just might, you might have to shop around a little bit, find a bank that's willing to work with you overseas. And then sometimes U.S. banks also will not... Keep customers who don't have any domestic address. Uh, so that's another thing that you explain might. Explain that yes. because
1: explain how they track them down. I thought it was fascinating. to yeah. get around that. So
8: so even if you try to change your address, maybe you're like, oh, I'll just use my sister's address. That'll be fine. But they do have ways to get around that. They might use um, records from the postal service. They might check your computer, or your smartphone's IP address if you're logging in online. Like they they really pay attention to that stuff. So you may not necessarily mm-hmm. be able to get around it in ways that you think you can. Um, Mm -hmm. So the best thing you can do, maybe just check beforehand, see if they'll keep you. If not, there are places that might let you do that. Um, The State Department Federal Credit Union actually has an account that they'll let anyone who's living abroad with no domestic address use. You know, they're very accustomed to working with people working overseas with the State Department. So that can be one good option if, if you run into that problem where your U.S. bank just says, see you
2: later. (laughs) Yeah, good idea. All right, so let's move on to health care. That's huge for people. Mm -hmm. It's a big topic right now with everything going on out there, obviously. So you covered three realistic options for expats who need to seek health care when they live abroad. Pay out of pocket, Mm -hmm. enlist in the country's public health care program if it's available to foreign residents or buy private Mm -hmm. insurance. So explain this and also please explain uh, for retirees the implications of Medicare.
8: Yeah, so I'll start with the Medicare because it can be a good idea to keep paying your Medicare premiums. Unfortunately, you can't use Medicare overseas, but if there's any chance you're ever going to return to the U.S. and live here again, or even if you just want to come back to the U.S. occasionally to get treatments or procedures, um, you can use your Medicare. Um, if you don't pay those premiums, if you don't start getting Medicare as soon as you're eligible, you're mm-hmm. going to have to kind of pay a like a surcharge every year. It goes up by 10% that yeah. you don't start getting that. So, That's a lot of money. So that was yeah, where I would start is, is keep mm-hmm. paying your Medicare if you think that you're ever going to come back to yeah. the U.S. Okay. But, yeah, beyond that, once you're in your new country, um, luckily there are usually some good options. Um, healthcare is often just less expensive in other countries, so you may be able to get by with paying out of pocket, maybe for basic stuff, go to private facilities, just pay out of pocket for that. And then, if the country will let you, maybe get on their public health care program and use that insurance um, for for bigger expenses. Or if that is not an option, maybe get private insurance for those expenses. Um, often, you can kind of just cobble together a plan with all these different options that you have in other countries. And and also, the, the services tend to be very good overseas. You know, uh, sometimes if you're using the public program. It can be a little bit crowded. You might have to deal with a little bit longer waits, um, things like that. But, But in that case, you can use those private facilities, often at lower prices. So I would just say check out what your options are wherever you are. See what'll work for you. Um, if nothing else, sometimes there are even larger insurers who will offer international policies. Yeah, right. Well, that's good advice yeah, for like sure. That. So, yeah, you know,
1: I, I know I mentioned as we started this discussion the states with the highest and lowest tax rates, and I was somewhat surprised to see your list of countries with the largest number of expats. It's not something that I've paid mm-hmm. a lot of attention to, very frankly. But Canada's number one, followed by Japan, which really surprised me as number two. Then Mexico, the United Kingdom, and Germany, uh, also on the list were the Philippines, Poland, also a surprise to me. Italy and Greece uh, were listed. We actually have somebody coming up later this hour who's going to be, in, who, they, are, they are expats we're going to be talking about. Uh, but did any of these countries surprise you, Lisa?
8: Yeah, I also, I found that was very interesting because, you know, in, in my reporting and research for this story, I was often looking at, a lot of people like to go to like Central America because it's warmer and inexpensive. So, so this is an interesting list. As a military spouse, I wondered if some of them are people who maybe, mm. maybe were stationed overseas, places like Japan, Germany. I, I yeah, know those I are agree. Places that have that kind of population. So I wondered. I'm just speculating because it didn't yeah. this list didn't come with any context. But yeah, th- there are some interesting choices on there.
2: So also, you provided um, through I guess you quoted a study best places to retire abroad for 2020, Portugal. Panama, Costa Rica, Mexico, Colombia, those are the top five. Yeah, I the pandemic a, might, be it impacting might affect that, some but, of this. Yeah. Uh, I actually have a friend who yeah. just retired to uh, Panama. Spain and France also made that list. What was it that made these locations so attractive? What kind of criteria did they look at? Yeah, I see
1: Ecuador and Vietnam yeah. down here, Malaysia. Malaysia. Yeah.
8: Mm-hmm. yeah so this was a study from international living which they focus on people who who live overseas and they looked at a number of factors they looked at climate they looked at health care cost of living and they kind of drilled down and i think kind of have formula they figure out what their best options are going to be and they also have people reporting from all over the world kind of reporting back on what's going on in those places so it's really a pretty well-rounded list i think they look at all the different factors that might interest you and and come into that and of course you know from our personal finance angle we always like that the cost of living is low too well that's always yeah, a yeah. good thing for all
1: of us well i have to <laughs> ask you is. you know, no, yes. If you could look at that list, understanding right now, we realize what's going on in well over 150 countries around the world uh, with the coronavirus at this point. But if you could move today, which country would you go to?
8: Ooh, today. Well, I'll put the pandemic aside. Yeah, please, <laughs> um, we have, we have to now. do
1: that. Right, exactly. We want to think about yeah, our normal life.
8: Because my choice would probably be not somewhere you want to go right now. But um, Italy, I think, is really lovely. My husband and I mm. talk about yeah. you We went there on our honeymoon. And we talk about, you know, I
1: think we might be right there with you. And that's actually where the couple (laughs) later on is coming up from. We actually have some expats from Italy coming up Lisa, listen, very interesting information. We certainly, uh, you know, give everyone something to think about today. And hopefully uh, they will uh, check out more of your writings at Kiplinger's. And thanks for your time. We really appreciate it. Our best to you and your family.
8: Thanks so much. Same to you. Great info.
2: Thank you.
1: All right, there goes Lisa Gerstner. Good information that she gave. A different way to look at travel, certainly, during these interesting times. And I'm sure we'll have more expats uh, once we can all get back out there traveling. Right now, it's time for us to pause for a few commercial messages from our sponsors. There's more RM World Travel coming right up. Stick around. Don't touch that channel.
0: Today's edition of RM World Travel is coming right back. And you can also stay connected
6: with the program at rmworldtravel.com. Hiring the right people is one of the best ways to help grow your business, but it shouldn't take time away from your other priorities. With LinkedIn Jobs, it doesn't have to. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for. Things like collaboration, creativity, adaptability. They look beyond the work skills and put your job post in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements. Visit LinkedIn.com slash You can pay what you want, and the first $50 is on them. LinkedIn.com slash Check out armworldtravel.com for a link under Sponsors. Terms and conditions apply.
2: Why is finding promo codes that actually work so hard? With Honey, it doesn't have to be. Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes so you don't have to search for one yourself. All you need to do is download joinhoney.com carry to your computer, head to one of your favorite shopping sites like Walmart, Home Depot, eBay, Target, etc. And when you check out, you simply click the little apply coupons button that pops up. Download Honey on your computer for free today at joinhoney.com carry or visit rmworldtravel.com.
0: To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome
6: back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back to the program. This segment is sponsored by the 24-7 burglar busting protection for your home or business called simplysafecom slash carry. You know, getting a security system used to mean weeks of messy installation, and it cost a small fortune. But now there's an easy way to get award-winning protection that'll blanket your entire place. And with more and more of us now at home, you should know that you'll get outdoor cameras and doorbells that alert you to anyone approaching. Plus, entry, motion, and glass break sensors that guard the inside. And best of all, you can set up this system all by yourself. Anyone can do it. There's absolutely no trade-offs to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice 24-7. SimplySafe.com slash carry is only 50 cents a day, and there are no contracts. So go to SimplySafe.com slash carry, that's C A R E Y, SimplySafe.com slash carry, right now, and you'll receive free shipping on your order and a 60 day money back guarantee. Or as always, you can find the link at armworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. Hotels. Hotels are one of the hardest hit industries during this season of the coronavirus. Occupancy of hotels that normally enjoy 70, 80, or even higher uh, percentages of occupancy are now looking at 10% occupancy. Many have even closed, at least temporarily. Those still open are working hard to reassure guests that they're practicing unusually strict cleaning methods. Some are welcoming guests who might have gotten stranded far from home and find a hotel, the only place they can shelter in place. My guest, David Sherwin, follows the hotel industry closely. In his capacity as the John and Melissa Sorelli professor of, did I pronounce it correctly, David? Let me do that again. Seriali, let me do that again. My guest David Sherwin follows the hotel industry closely in his capacity as the John and Melissa Seriali Professor of Hospitality at Cornell University's School of Hotel Administration. David, welcome to the show. Start by giving us a broad look at the hotel industry as a whole. Are there any bright spots right now? Bright
9: spots is difficult to say. So the, the question is, is everything completely horrible? And the answer is there are some segments of the industry that are not getting completely destroyed. The extended stay, some extended stay properties are holding occupancy 50, 60%. Some of the more um, select service hotels that are at airports where people are stranded or sheltering in place or on highways are running 30%. But your full service, city hotels that cater to business travelers, your resort hotels, they're at 3% or they're closed.
6: And are we going to see some that don't reopen, particularly maybe mom-and-pop b bs or hotels that don't have a lot of capital? I think that's
9: the question and the mystery of this whole pandemic and on the economic side. And it goes to hotels, and it goes to our local pizza place, and it goes to all of these types of businesses Whether the hotel is a mom and pop or a branded hotel, many of our select service hotels that are are branded are still, quote, mom and pop to their franchise. Sure. And the the question will be, what kind of debt service do they have and what kind of government help and bank help will they get? I can't imagine that the banks want to take over all these hotels.
6: True that. That's true. Um, What hotels – what are hotels doing – Uh, to welcome folks who need a place to shelter in space. I'm imagining that that's a dicey proposition for a hotel, no?
9: It is a dicey proposition, and because of the nature of the hotel industry, it's not a clear um, set of standards. But if you're looking at some of the more higher-end hotels that are staying open, I know that some of those operators are hiring infectious disease experts to come in and tell the hotel operators, the room attendants, and so on, as to what needs to be done to keep the hotel safe. I know that the big brands are putting in um, uh, procedures and protocols to keep the, to keep the guests and the um, employees safe. But one of the things that goes on is when you're a franchise, you, you're telling your franchisees this is the protocol, but it's not as if the hotels are sending their brand standards people out to check on hotels right now. So it's not really clear if the franchisee is living up to the standard. you hope that they do. It would make sense to do it, but they don't have the control.
6: Do you think this signals a sea change in uh, even when this uh, when this is all over? A sea change in how hotels are going to approach cleaning practices
9: i think that there are going to be numerous changes in our lives when this is all over the question is will we will we ever accept it's all over i guess if there's a vaccine and a cure we may believe that and and go back to our lives you know will we go sit at next to each other at baseball games and at concerts Will we expect our rooms to be just not clean but sanitized? Will we allow a bell person to touch our luggage? Or will we just say no? I think that there's going to be a lot of reluctance upon the general public to just feel that everything's safe and the hotel industry is going to have to make safety, cleanliness, being san- a sanitized room as a new brand standard.
6: David Sherwin is uh, follows the hotel industry as a John and Melissa Sirrielli Professor of Hospitality at Cornell University's School of Hotel Administration. You're listening to RM World Travel. We'll be right back after this break. With all the uncertainty in the world, feeling safe at home has never been more important. That's why you need to know about Simply Safe home security. Simply Safe has made it easy to finally get protection for your entire home. You order online, set it up yourself in under an hour, and your home is protected 24/7 with emergency dispatch for break-ins and more. For just 50 cents a day, head to simplysafe.com/carry and get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. That's simplysafe.com/carry, That's C A R E Y, or for more info visit armworldtravel.com and look under sponsors.
1: Geico gets you access to licensed agents
7: 24-7, which means that Geico is always there for you. If only everyone was always there for you, like
1: your wife, when you forget your keys at work.
0: Hey, hon, you get my texts? I am looking for the spare house key. Hmm, maybe I can get through the window. Ah, turns out the alarm works. Wow, it, it works fast. You, you, you should probably call me back. Geico, always there for you, with savings and 24-7 access to licensed agents. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... Limo, Limo. And Doug. Check it out, Lemo. <laughs> Got a brand new motorcycle jacket and matching leather pants. Now let's go for a ride and tell
6: everyone that Liberty Mutual customizes their motorcycle insurance. <sighs> so you only pay for what you need. Oh my gosh, this leather does not breathe well. You can't suffocate in leather, can you? Liberty, 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 Liberty. Get a customized quote at libertymutual.com.
7: Prescription products require an online physician consultation and are only available at the physician determines a prescription is appropriate. Subscription required. See website for full details and important safety information.
0: Hey, guys. Good news. The outrageously expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And Hems makes it extra affordable. You pay just 30 bucks for a month supply. And right now, get your first online doctor's visit totally free when you go to 4 slash joy. That's right. Free. Zero copay. No expensive appointments. No awkward face-to-face conversation. To get your prescription, HIMS connects you to doctors online who can evaluate you and, if appropriate, prescribe your ED medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. HIMS makes it affordable, private, and incredibly easy. Nobody likes dealing with ED. Now, thanks to HIMS, nobody has to. And that's really good news. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, slash joy. That's slash joy. For your free online visit, slash joy.
2: Why is finding promo codes that actually work so hard? With Honey, it doesn't have to be. Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes so you don't have to search for one yourself. All you need to do is download joinhoney.com slash carry to your computer, head to one of your favorite shopping sites like Walmart, Home Depot, eBay, Target, etc. And when you check out, you simply click the little apply coupons button that pops up. Download Honey on your computer for free today at joinhoney.com slash carry or visit rmworldtravel.com.
4: Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger
0: anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com.
6: Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Nice to have you in the house, and this portion of our national travel program is sponsored by ReliefFactor.com. If you're a regular listener, then you've heard Robert, Mary, and me talking about ReliefFactor for years now. If you suffer from chronic pain or inflammation, let's see if we can get you out of that pain. When you try Relief Factor, you'll get all the pain relief benefits without the negative side effects of ibuprofen or other over-the-counter medications that can be harmful to your body. All you got to do is go to relieffactor.com. And when you do, you can easily order your three-week trial pack for just $19.95. So stop popping those harmful over-the-counter painkillers. Let us help you get out of pain with Relief Factor. It's simple and contains just four simple ingredients that work. For less than you spend on a cup of daily coffee, you can now get a three-week supply just to try out for only 1995. To learn more to get your 1995 Quick Start Pack, visit relieffactor.com or you can find a link at armworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. Well last week I mentioned that even if you're not getting out much there are a variety of ways to travel in your mind like through movies and books or take wine. Well thank you. Thank you very much. I don't mind if I do. I like wine and I'm going to take wine in a moment and one reason I like it is that sometimes wine speaks of a place or it reminds you of a time or place in your life maybe. Last week, I described how a crisp white Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand reminded me of the green hills of New Zealand's South Island, where that wine mostly comes from, and the cold, sharp air of the snow-capped mountains with their otherworldly landscapes. Uh, Those were landscapes that were backgrounds for movies, including Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit trilogy. Well, today I want to sample a red wine from my favorite region, which is Burgundy in France. Probably the three best-known wine-growing regions in France are Champagne, Bordeaux, and Burgundy. These are officially designated regions determined in 1936, and you'll find a French, French wines region on most every label of a French wine bottle. Now, the region of Burgundy is about a three-hour drive from Paris or a quick high-speed train ride from, to Dijon from Paris. When it comes to red wine, the most important thing you should know is that almost all red wine from Burgundy from Burgundy is made from the Pinot Noir grape and only the Pinot Noir grape. White Burg- uh, while Burgundy's, uh, uh, well while, while Bordeaux wines can be a blend of grapes like Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Cab Franc, or other lesser varieties, Burgundian wine winemakers cannot blend different grape styles. So the Pinot grape is a delicate grape. The wines tend to be lighter than wines from big-tasting Cabernet grapes. Don't expect what wine lovers call fruit bombs—those big California Cabernets—when you open a bottle of Burgundy. Like all French wines from specific regions, there are different classifications of wines, starting with Grand Cru at the top of the heap, followed by Premier Cru, and then the more ordinary village wine. Now, don't get confused by these classifications. You may well fall in love with a village wine as much as a Grand Cru. But I can tell you that Grand Cru will cost a whole lot more. In fact, the world's most expensive wine comes from Burgundy. It's from a small winery called Domaine Romani de la Romani Conti, or DRC. A bottle, if you can find one to buy in the U.S., can start at $2,000 and go up. Listen to this. In 2018, Sotheby's sold a bottle of 1945 Domaine de la Romane Conti for $558,000. That's more than a half a million dollars for a bottle of wine. bottled the year World War II ended. All right, but back to the traveling part. I spent a lot of time in Burgundy, which is why I'm generally broke. So when I open a bottle of Burgundy's, I'm going to do right now, if you'll excuse me, put this thing on wine opener here and open this puppy up. This is a very uh, inexpensive burgundy, probably costs about $25 a bottle, which is really cheap for burgundy. And, uh, oh, you know, I didn't get a bottle to pour it in. That's pretty stupid. Should have done that. Well, let me tell you about this wine because I have tasted it. It should taste a good burgundy should be nicely balanced. It shouldn't be too fruity. Shouldn't have too much alcohol. It should have a nice sort of lingering aftertaste in your mouth after you sip it. Um, that's a good Burgundy. A bad Burgundy won't have any of those things. But a good Burgundy is really a good Burgundy, and it's really something special. I uh, I developed a taste which, as I say, has made me perpetually broke a long time ago, and a friend, Andy Blue, introduced me to the Burgundy wines, and then I went to Burgundy and, and found it. You will... You will find if you go to Burgundy, you cannot visit wineries like you can in most American city, uh, places where wines are grown, like Napa and Sonoma. Um, I've gone to a winery to try to taste the wine, and they look at me like, you know, what are you doing here? We're working here, and they send you to the nearest wine store. If you do want to visit wine, uh, a particular winery in Burgundy... Ask you the person in your wine store who sold it to you, or the manager, if they can arrange a trip for uh, a letter of introduction, or write to them and call them and make an appointment for you for a tasting. Or you can write a letter and say, "Look, I've always enjoyed your Burgundy. I'm going to be in France. Would it be possible to come to the winery?" You should be prepared to buy some wine, maybe a few hundred dollars worth, but that's not hard to do in Burgundy. Um, and uh, you can, you know, you can then go in for a tasting. You will find uh, a whole lot of wine stores in Burgundy. You'll find wine that you cannot find here. You'll find DRCs, at a very high price, but not as high priced as here. So keep Burgundy's on your list when you're at your, your local wine store. You might want to ask the wine guy for some advice on it or the wine woman for some advice on it. But I think you'll be pleased having it with fish or just about anything, except maybe a really heavy red meat, when you might want a Bordeaux. That's today's wine cellar. Talk to you again next week. Stick around; we've got more travel talk coming up. Join the Travel Trio by calling
0: 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back.
1: All right. Is it me or has today's two-hour live broadcast just flown by, Mary? It's
2: flown by like it always does every every week.
1: Well, we have reached segment 10, and here's a quick word about
2: Travel Pro Luggage. Whether it's the Platinum Collection that we travel with, the Max Light Series that Rudy enjoys, or something from their other collections, one of the most important items to help ensure a successful trip is quality luggage. So with the extra time we all have on our hands these days, now's the time to get your Travel Pro.
1: It certainly is. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and frequent travelers, and they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties with Eastern next weekend, Mother's Day and Father's Day, not too far off. Check out travelpro.com. You'll find all their product lines and specials or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
2: George and Linda Meyer spent 20 years traveling around the world with George's career as a U.S. Air Force pilot. Their motto has always been experiences over things. And they put that motto to the test when they retired by moving to Tuscany and beginning a whole new career by opening a local Tuscan cooking school for travelers. And as they say it, the rest is history. Earlier this hour, you heard us talk about expats, Well, joining us now from Tuscany on that show hotline are George and Linda Myers.
1: Welcome, George and Linda. I know it's been a very challenging time in Italy. It's a country we love. It's a big part of my heritage. We appreciate you spending a few minutes with us today.
4: Oh, we're happy to be here.
1: Well, thanks very much. So, George, listen, you know, we can't escape the fact of what the world is experiencing. Italy is struggling, as we know, but we want to know you're both in Tuscany as we speak right now. Can you share what life is like for you at this moment? Well, I'll tell you, Linda's been here since February, and I came
10: over um, in the middle of March, and I will tell you, um, I feel calmer here in Italy than I did in the United States. Interesting. People, as you know, of Italy are fantastic in their calmness and their happiness, and just their overall family time is phenomenal. There's really no panic
4: here. Um, No one's panic buying. People are in the grocery store and, of course, keeping their social distance, which is very difficult for Italians, (laughs) but they're not panic buying. Everybody still goes to the store every day, gets a loaf of bread, only what they need. So we don't see the panic here.
1: Well, I know you're both from, which is good news, by the way. I'm glad to give a different perspective on that. I know you're both from New Orleans, you know, a great American food and cultural city. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're also having a tough time right now here in the States. But, you know, how do you go from New Orleans to now living in a small village in Tuscany running a cooking school? We love it.
10: (laughs) Well, you know, it's interesting because we always tell people that we're from New Orleans, so our life revolves around food. Of course. And I tell people. You know, if you go on a vacation to the Grand Canyon, you don't really talk about the Grand Canyon, but you talk about that great restaurant you (laughs) made at right outside the Grand Canyon. And that's kind of our life. That's what we've always been about is, you know, remembering great
2: meals and great memories. George, I love it. So, all right. So, Linda, clearly we hear the passion coming through for life in general and for Italian food and Italian people. So refreshing. Um, I love it. So we could do a whole show with you guys. Um, Listen, you can't have travelers coming to you just yet. We understand. So are you guys doing anything to help bring a taste of Italy into people's homes? Do you ever share any of your recipes?
4: Actually, we really are. We normally do a monthly newsletter. Mm -hmm. Now we're doing a weekly newsletter. And we're putting in new recipes, what's going on here, how the people are reacting, uh, just little tidbits about the village and different parts. We're also regularly on our Facebook page with um, recipes and new things going on, everything here in Tuxney.
2: Okay, I have a quick question. Uh, I've certainly eaten my fair share of pasta while under quarantine. I'm guessing many of our listeners are as well. Um, we don't have a lot of time to get into it, but yes or no, is there a DIY recipe for making pasta that's easy if you don't have a machine?
4: There is. Just flour, water, and a couple of drops of olive oil till you make a nice dough, roll it out, cut it, boil it for two or three minutes, and it's done.
2: Oh, or, I love you. So, <laughs> so now that's good. So, listen, uh,
1: Mary would joke. You know, we try to be upbeat and positive. You know, and and right now with the pasta and the wine, Mary's good. I mean, you know what? we're, we're you can hear it. <laughs> I need it in our more voices. pasta. I have plenty of flour.
2: Uh, yeah, <laughs> a
1: good red sauce. We have
10: um, we have lots of pasta and we have a big cellar of wine, so we're yeah. really
1: good. exactly. You you've got some tomatoes. You're you're the olive oil. Come on, if it doesn't get any better than that, but all right. So oh, really?
10: we
4: have our own olive
1: oil, and the best thing is like today, George and I had fresh pasta
4: with just butter and sage on top mm. and tomatoes. Yeah. And that's what we have.
1: Okay, uh, listen, if, uh, if, if we could be there right now. I mean, this are, beautiful. So I do want to ask you this. You know, we've got a little over a minute, not much time left. But, you know, here in America, we've seen the videos of Italians playing music at night. We've seen the Italian flags hanging from the hotel where you typically host your uh, cooking classes to show that unity. We're feeling, you know, so, a, a positive unity in this country behind the president, which is nice to see. There's always going to be the distractors out there. But, you know, are you sensing the same thing Thing with the officials in italy as well both of you
4: we are we're actually really feeling a lot of unity here um the children are putting out flags on their doors, saying that you know everything's going to be okay people are still walking and friendly the grocery store yesterday one of our local Flower farms here had beautiful flowers out to everyone for free just to take and enjoy. Hmm. So we really are feeling a lot of unity, and people are keeping up to date. The local government is telling us things every day that we're going to be okay, just be patient, okay. it's going to be all right.
1: Well, everybody's uh, got
10: a really good positive outlook. You know, it's interesting because even our little grocery stores and everywhere, we have bags up for everybody so we can bring them to everybody's houses. Hi, right,
1: listen, we are so glad oh, to be so hearing to this from hear. you guys. George and yeah. Linda, we want you to stay in touch with us. Do stay safe and our best to both of you, okay?
2: Ah, uh, thank, hey, thank you. Thank you so much.
1: All right, <laughs> they, they are See, so much See, what a
2: great fun. way to end the show. Let me just
1: give the website to you. Go check out cookintuscany.com. Uh, Mary, I love it right now. But you know what? We can't go any further because Bobby's going to shut us off. It is time for us to say goodbye to all of you for this week. Thanks for listening, everyone. We all are travelers. We all love travel. You can certainly hear that from George and Linda, what we just talked about. It's in our DNA. Travel makes us better people, and travel is such an important economic engine around the globe. Thanks to all of our guests who appeared on the show today with Mary and me and Rudy. Thanks to our show team, our network affiliates, and our sponsors, and to all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Stay safe, everyone. We'll all be traveling again soon.
0: You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.